Hello listeners and welcome to the Veterans Care Association and Timor Awakening podcast. The Timor Awakening program is an 11-day, immersive, holistic and peer-to-peer veterans program that has a singular vision, to promote the health and well-being of veterans and their families. We are currently running programs both domestically on the Gold Coast at St. George's Defence Holiday Suites, as well as internationally in Timor-Leste. We use the Timor Awakening programs as an opportunity to sit down with our participants, either one-on-one or in a group setting, and conduct podcast interviews to capture their stories and their lessons learned, providing insights we can all learn from as we as veterans and wounded healers move through our own journeys and help others do the same. We'll be covering a whole range of topics including defence transition, mental health, relationships, veteran suicide, peer mentoring, PTSD and post-traumatic growth. So whether you're out and about, listening to this at home or driving in your car, we do trust that you'll get a lot out of listening to our participants. Thank you and enjoy. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the next uh, podcast. We are about halfway through the VCA retreat, end of October, start of November 2022. And uh, we've been off and racing with the podcast. We've done quite a few um, sort of couples uh, with a couple of people at once and uh, a range of different folks. But uh, this time we're circling back to uh, our own president, Padre Gary Stone. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm very grateful for you doing these podcasts and yeah. sharing them with our wider audience. Oh, you're welcome. I actually uh, really enjoy doing them. And um, yeah, it's a little bit of a different program this time, of course. This one's more aimed at us, you know, us facilitators and, and you know, the, the establishers of the of the organisation. And Dr. Dr. John Barlada, who I just interviewed pre- previously, is sort of the man of the hour who's, who's running everything day to day. And it's I think it's giving us an opportunity to slow down and reflect on some of the things that have worked for us as well, hasn't it? Yeah, amazing, really. He's an extraordinary facilitator mm. and, and giving people uh, keys to get deeper insight into what we're doing and how we can how we can not only sustain that into the long term, um, but uh, you know, do it better. As well. mm. Yeah, and um, you know, I think we'll, we'll sort of dive right in because I guess there is a particular topic you wanted to talk about, and this is something I think everyone's really glad that you've done, which is you've been on a bit of a sabbatical, you know, you kind of, you were an infantry officer and, uh, and a padre working, you know, tirelessly for, what, 47 years to do in the military, something like that, was it? Yeah, 40, almost 48 years in the Including military. Including reserves. And, then, and mm. we've done seven years of these uh, yeah, well, programs. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, these are working tirelessly. So for you to slow down and actually do take a break, I think is, is fantastic. And it sounds like from some of the things you've been sharing in the groups that it's had a profound effect. So I think everyone's pretty keen to hear all about it. Sure. Thanks, Michael. Yeah, well, I, a sabbatical is a pretty normal thing to do for people in professional life. It's called sabbatical because the, the tradition goes every seven years that you, you really need to take a rest. I mean, in the, the old tradition, it would have been a, a whole year's rest after seven years. And right. it, it was also related to agriculture as well. Like, like, like if you're ploughing the fields and that, you, you've got to give the fields a bit of rest every now and then, otherwise they, uh, they haven't got the, the appropriate nutrients for you. And yeah, that's probably a really good metaphor. But yeah, I, I mm. was a mindful at the start of this year that uh, yeah, this has been pretty you know good work, but also challenging work and draining work. And uh, I, I figured by the end of this year, I, I needed to take intentional time or cre- create an environment, create a space where I could just reflect on how I can stay healthy mm. into the longer term, and to reflect on you know what we'd achieved. And uh, what what might have been possible into the future. So, 
yeah, with the committee's agreement, I, I spent the last two months uh, in a sabbatical program. I had a supervisor, uh, one of the, uh, the local bishops here, Bishop Tim Norton, who's a Divine Word missionary and uh, and has spent a lot of time in personal formation with people. And basically, I, I, I yeah, just I had I had to, the most significant thing for me was to disengage mm. from electronic media, yeah, like yeah. to disengage from phone calls, from emails, from messages, from television. Well, I can speak firsthand that uh, <laughs> you did do that because you ignored a couple of my calls. So you you did it perfectly. <laughs> so I mean, I'm I, very grateful that you did that because you were staying true to the program. That's right, <laughs> and, and obviously I made arrangements course, for, for other people to cover the areas that uh, that needed that needed to be covered. But that yeah. was. I just can't tell you how how liberating that was. I mean, like towards the end of it, I mean, and building up to this program, I did need to uh, start, you know, checking my emails, even though you know Katie had been looking after them for me. But uh, I, I I developed a new discipline. Instead of you know checking the phone every hour, um, I'd I'd wait until the end of the day to and just look at my emails, check check the phone just once, and then process them. And uh, yeah, that, again that. That's a discipline that I'm going to keep keep up. I mean, because my, my normal workload is that every day I've got programmed. I mean, I've, I'm an organised disciplined person, so I book people in. And for those people that have booked in, I, I want to give them quality time. And um, you know, the invariable thing, particularly when it, as a chaplain, you know, folks have the imagination that you're just going to drop everything. You know, you, they've got a problem, ring the padre and he'll drop everything and mm. help you out. Well... If everyone's like that, nobody gets any service because <laughs> yeah, right. because uh, the people that have you know no one left, no shepherd left to take care of the flock. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, and, and it, it's yeah emotionally unsustainable. Mm. But anyway, that that was a, a great uh, great thing to learn that I could I could get by without checking things. I did, mm. and, I, and I suppose I de- I developed within myself this. Um, I created my own expectation that I needed to meet everyone's needs as quickly as possible, and mm. and, and and that's. It's, I realise now that's quite unrealistic and, and also most normal people would, would also be respectful to sort of say, okay, well, I, you know, unless I have got a real crisis, you know, like I've got someone who's suicidal or, um, you know, someone's dying, then, um, yeah, then like seeing a doctor, seeing a psychologist, seeing a psychiatrist, I'm, you know, I might have to wait in turn. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and quite amazingly when people, um, people do even just spend a night thinking about their situation quite often they come up with their own solutions well wow. but um, anyway so that, that that was one aspect to it the other aspect to it was I spent a lot of time in nature so I you know live on our 10 acres near Mount Tambourine and uh, I just spent a lot of time in silence and I suppose the other thing was in silence and in solitude so every day I'd spend time in the forest and I was you know been developing a uh, like a, a veterans walk through our rainforest area I developed a little hermitage type place, <laughs> a little cabin uh, that people can come and stay at. And this is all in the area of Mount Tambourine. Oh, on our property, yeah. yeah. Right. On, on okay. our, so we, on our ten acres, we've got basically five five acres that are, are sort of houses and mown grass, and then five yeah. acres of forest, and then all of the Mount Tambourine forest behind that as well. Mm-hmm. So I nature nature became my textbook. You know, just looking at nature, studying nature, how things you know had that. That continuous cycle of life and death and resurrection, life and death and new life, order, disorder and reorder. And of course, during that two months, you know, we had uh, lots of rain events, we had landslides, we had floods, and it was interesting seeing the, how the forest regenerated itself after each of those major, uh, each of those major events. And of course, that that's the, came, the case for us as well. You know, that actually, in the end, all will be well. 
mm. that they, you know we, we can catastrophize things that everything has fallen apart and I don't know how I'm going to get out of this or whatever but um, I, you know, I, I came more and more to the realization that hey I'm 70 years old and I've you know not only have I survived but I have thrived and mm. and quite often the the difficult times have led to the new opportunities and the best is yet to come yeah. huh? The best is yet to come, <laughs> and, uh, and I really believe that. Yes, yeah. so, like in the in the program yesterday, John asked people, you know, to think about what's the best time in that, what you know, the best time they can think of in their lives. And I, I genuinely responded, right now. This is, you know, I think, right, right now. I've lived a, a wonderful life. I've had a lot of experiences. I've met lots of people. I'm involved in a life giving program um, with a life giving team, and. And more than that, the best is yet to come. Each each year in veterans care has been better than the last. Um, it, every every program we run, we product improve it, learn new lessons. So we're mm. we're constantly uh, improving. And yeah, I'm, I just feel excited to be uh, to be part of that. But I needed to. The, the, I suppose the point I'd really speak to for the listeners is that we need to take time, or we need to carve out time in our lives to reflect on what has happened, and yeah, what. What were the good things there? What were the things that I need to do better? What are the things that I need to cut out of my life? You know, I, I definitely need to cut out of my life. You know, this electronic intrusion into yeah. into everything and just being constantly available or constantly on the phone, constantly responding. I mean, I I've, I've decided to disengage from or unsubscribe to the just many many sort of junk mail type things that people send my way i mean they obviously keep there's somebody out there sort of generating this stuff that that gets in and finds us and you know but <laughs> but you can our, our brains can only cope with so much electronic intrusion i heard it really put well the other day it's like you wouldn't let 100 people run into your room the second you woke up would you be like whoa what are you guys doing in here get out you know but that's what it's like every time we turn our phone on and get on social media the second we wake up it's yes. like there's 100 people in your room you didn't ask for yeah yeah but uh, there, were two, there were two other really important mm, things I'd mm. like to share with people that were really helpful. The, fir- the first one was I, I cut out more time for reading and reflection. So I, you know, I had to, I've got quite an extensive library and a number of books, and, uh, and I spent time just yeah, in the quiet, just reading, underscoring parts in the books, writing some notes up in my journals. And, yeah, and that, that, in fact, that is supposed to be the, the professional aspect of... Uh, of a sabbatical time that you actually take time for professional development. I mean, none of us can be good, none of us can be excellent unless we invest time and look at the latest things that have been written, reflected upon, the latest research. So, I, I managed to do a lot of uh, a lot of reading and benefited from that. And the other thing was, I I, I look back on my journals. Now, I'm fortunate that uh, I've been journaling for many years, probably probably for the last forty years. I've been you know since about 1981, I started journaling, and um, and that continues to be the most life-giving thing for me, just every day reflecting what happened yesterday, what went well, you know, I take, you know, I do some spiritual reading as well, what messages do I uh, take in from that and intentionally lead into each day with a, a sort of a planned, um, a planned intention for, for the days. But what was, what was really good is I went back over my journals and looked at the high points, particularly mm. over, over the last uh, year or so, and... Uh, yeah, that was very nourishing. It just reminded me of, how, you know, despite all the calamities that we seem to have had, all that, you know, the news, every time you put the news on, it just reminds you of some calamity, disaster yeah. and problems everywhere. But, boy, oh boy, there's a lot of good things that have really happened. And that, that's not, that nour- it's nourishing to the soul to realise how many good things are happening and, mm. and uh, that we're contributing to. But, yes, yeah, so I certainly... Uh, I, and the other aspect with the nature was I just 
looked at nature and, and where we live we have eagles soaring all <laughs> and they, they just seem to be effortlessly just flying around and they, they, they actually don't not attacking anything or anything like that but I that was that was an image I sort of took home for me that that's how I, I felt I, I want to live my life now just free free as a bird and uh, but watch overwatching mm. things that are happening and being able to intervene in things that uh, I feel we can make a strategic difference in so um, yeah certainly certainly moving forward I want to obviously continue working in the veteran space but um, I'm certainly going to slow down my rate of effort in terms of responding to uh, crisis interventions as lots of other people are able to operate in that space now and, mm. and uh, but yeah I'd, I'd like to keep looking at the big picture and seeing how we can positively improve things at a, at a strategic level at a policy level um, and and also just model within myself yeah. a balanced life I mean that that is absolutely as we're finding with all of our team all our volunteers I mean all of us um, Seem to be under enormous pressures. Mm-hmm. Um, we need to. We but we're in this for the long game, so we need we need to to pace ourselves for that long game, and uh, take appropriate mm-hmm. time for, for, for rest, recreation, and as well as work. Well, uh, that's uh, that's great news. It's good to hear all those things have happened. What I certainly hope is that um, you don't fall into the trap of us going. Oh, I've got all this reju- rejuvenation and all this extra energy. I'm going to go. I'm going to put the throttle on extra hard. <laughs> you know, <laughs> upon my return, because uh, I've certainly fallen prey to that. You sort of get back and uh, sort of back above the line and rejuvenate, and you sort of go. Oh, now I can do lots of stuff. You know, and you sort of um, end up sort of right back where you were a few years later or something like that. Um, but I'm sure it sounds like you've had the the epiphany though. It sounds like this is like the new benchmark. This is you've got a new reference point. Of where to get to? Oh yeah, well, well, it's in, in one sense too. It's a, a bit of a human personal development progression, you know. Mm. I just, mm. I, as you've heard me describe, I've described myself. I'm Gary version four point zero at the moment. Um, <laughs> you know, ver- version one was when I was an infantry officer. Yeah, yeah. Version two when I was a chaplain in the army. Version three was getting veterans care started, and uh, I feel like we, we've we've reached a really good steady state now. Mm. Uh, ver- version four is going to be doing that. Easily, mm, effortlessly, doing it, doing it with hard work. Yep, um, and that's obviously best done with a team. Mm. Um, the the other critical thing for anyone too in life is that we we all we're not meant to do this alone. I mean, I'm, I'm mm. fortunate. Firstly, I've got my wonderful wife Lynn who keeps me accountable. I mean, she <laughs> she like she knows everything I've said to you guys and whatever. And if I seem to be not not following that uh, that plan or uh, pattern, the plan that we've uh, set up. She reminds me, but I've, I've got specifically I've got a supervisor. So I've had Dr. John Baletta as my supervisor yep. up to this point, and also have a spiritual director, Father Frank Devoy, and I see them uh, separately once a month and uh, take take my issues to them. And sometimes I haven't got problems, but I just go along and say, "This is what's happening," and they mm. they, they gently ask me a few questions or explore some areas of of, uh, of living above the line. We've, we've talked a lot about that, a lot of that in Veterans Care and Timor mm. Awakening, that mm. it, it's not just a case of us surviving, just getting through the next day. We need to be flourishing. Mm. And, uh, and yeah, what, what can we do to flourish more in our lives? And I, I certainly want to uh, be a witness to someone who's calm, peaceful, contented, uh, but also contributing and, uh, and generative, creating... Um, New life in in others, and uh, new life as a, as, a, as an organisation that's wanting to help the veteran yeah. community. What I found really interesting about your story there is that, yeah, it took effort, it took discipline, it took commitment to carve out that space. But fundamentally, you know, looking at it from the thirty thousand foot view, it wasn't rocket science either. 
No. In in the sense of what you did, well, it wasn't complex. We're not talking about some, you know, burgeoning, you know, um, research that's just come out of you know Switzerland or something like that, where we can treat people in X Y Z manner. It was like you got into nature, you journaled, yeah, you read, and you slowed down. That's right. We've all heard these things before, right? That's it. That's right. That's, <laughs> it. that's, that's pretty simple. And then, as you say, the the the, 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 the only hard thing about mm. it was deciding deciding that I needed yeah. to take the time out to do it, to carve that space or to create, like we try to do on Timor Awakening, we try to create an environment where people can learn. And, uh, and, and yeah, I needed to create an environment where I gave myself the space mm. so that, yeah, I could reflect on things without being, um, you know, attacked by, you know, very, or so much media and so much in other information. Yep. And, yep. you know, the whole world, you know, like if, if you just watch the news at night, you think the whole world's in disaster. Well, some of it is. Uh, world's but, always but, in disaster, but, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah. but, but right here and right now, like we've, uh, we've sort of cracked the code on yeah. how, to, how, to, how to help veterans live healthily. Yeah. And uh, we want to celebrate that and continue to do it. Mm. Um, but yeah, we need to. It's good good to take time out to reflect upon how we can do that mm. in a in a long term sustaining way. Fantastic, Gary. Well, look, uh, I know that was sort of the, the main sort of message you wanted to pass on today. Before we think about calling it, there was there any other sort of anything you wanted to get across? Anything I've missed there to sort of throw in? No, well, I'm just uh, thankful to all yeah. those listening to these podcasts. Thank you to you for uh, for facilitating them, and I hope yeah, hope, hope people not only find them life giving, but it, it would lead to other engagements. I mean, it's mm. not. You know, in, in, in life, we, uh, yeah, we it hope it might lead to decisions for other people to choose to get healthier. And, you know, we've obviously got resources and there are lots of other ex-service organisations that are providing programs and activities. But uh, certainly, you know, we, we need to be intentionally doing things to look after ourselves mm. so that we might be able to help other people. You can only... Um only pe- lift people out if you're into the life raft, if you're in the life raft yourself, right? That's <laughs> you, right, yeah. the only way it works. But, uh, Ari, yeah, thanks so much. I know you've got your grandchildren here. You've got um, a lot going on, so I think we'll call it there. And, um, yeah, looking forward to the rest of the program. Thank you, Michael, and God bless you and all that are listening. Thank thanks you. so much, Gary. Cheers. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening, guys. And if you do have any comments or questions, feel free to reach out to us at support at veteranscare.com.au and we do of course encourage you to share this podcast out to anyone who you feel may benefit from it thank you so much and we look forward to connecting with you on the next podcast bye for now